Welcome, Rand Park members. Uh, Derek McGowan here, your club captain, back for the second of my podcasts. And this one's a little bit different. We're going to welcome Roger Innes, Rand Park Club's head greenkeeper. And we're going to have a little bit of a chat about what's going on with the greens and uh, also just a little bit of an update on the courses. Welcome, Rog. Thanks, Dave. Um, Rog, obviously sitting out here taking a look at the moment, we can see the hollow tiling that's happening on the Firethorn course. And a couple of weeks ago, you did aerating on Bushwillow. Maybe just explain to the members what's the difference between the two and why hollow tiling Firethorn this year. Yeah, so, well, with lockdown and, and golf, we've actually had, we were long overdue with a hollow time. We did manage to hollow time Bushwillow last year. So we decided a less invasive thing would be a solid time and a fairly heavy sanding. It was quite important that the greens got back to normal quickly and I think that's, that has occurred. Look, the Bushwillow greens are running really well at the moment. Um, what do you expect to happen with, uh, with Firethorn now with the hollow tining? Yeah, hollow tining is invasive. Um, we certainly don't make any friends with golfers and they have good reason to moan, but it's, it's, it's very important. We are disturbing 5% of the surface with holes and a lot of sand going on top of them and the grass takes a while to grow out. So the surface isn't great for two weeks, but it is a necessary evil. Yeah, look, we've got, we've got a large number of members are going to be playing over the weekend, so those playing Firethorn must obviously be expecting a little bit of an issue on the greens. Or part and parcel, we have to do it. And, and maybe just uh, why, why do we have to do uh, the, the hollow tining? What, what does it do to the greens and what's the benefit? So with the natural process of, of foot traffic mowing, you tend to compact the greens. Hollow tining is a great way to relieve the compaction. You're taking out a fair amount of material, adding fresh material into it. The other benefit is organic matter. Organic matter is the biggest evil for greens. It makes the greens soft, slow, they don't drain well. So it's important to get air into the green, get the bacteria working well to dissolve that or break down that organic matter to keep your greens firm and fast. Okay. And I, I remember a couple of years ago um, on the Bushwillow side, the greens had, had, had lifted in terms of all the sand over the years that had been put in. Does this help to reduce that, um, that as well? Um, very slightly. Um, we do follow quite a, a strong regime of, of top dressing the greens on a regular basis, which also helps collars from getting too high but it is such a minimal amount of sand it doesn't make a huge difference again all right and um, you you mentioned that it helps speed the greens up or the the organic matter slows the greens down so outside of the two three weeks that this is going to take to get back to normal do you then expect the greens to be a little bit quicker than they they have been for the last couple of months no, definitely and heading into winter is going to make a big difference yeah. um, always before tournament we, we're quite excessive with the sand and it just gives a really solid base you mentioned before a tournament we've uh, obviously just had the SA amateurs here a couple of weeks ago and I think you were meant to do it on that Monday a little bit later now because I'm assuming because of the rain and a few other things just got too wet Um, we had that huge amount of rain for a full week and you couldn't actually get onto the course it would have been a really crazy decision to hollow time in that time um, Rog, so, and, and the difference between what you've done, the aerating on, on Bushwillow, what, what happens there, right? It, it looks, when you walk onto the green, it looks as though it's the same thing. You've got holes punched in. Yeah. But what's the difference? Here you're taking pieces out there. Yeah, so this is a, a hollow time. Um, it takes, it's a half inch hole, 12 mils. Yeah. And it physically removes the core. The other one is a 10 mil solid time, which pushes a hole into the green. But on the machine, there's a bit of a kick action, like a fork in a garden. Yeah. It just loosens the soil a bit. Theoretically, the surface should lift because you've relieved compaction. 
it's not as long lasting as the hollow tiny but the invasiveness is obviously a lot less okay which is why that side's cleaned up a lot quicker definitely okay so obviously members got to be wary and understand that the, the this is something we have to do at some stage during the year we've chosen to do it now um, post all the the big major competitions that we've had at the club it's going to be an issue for two weeks uh, maybe three weeks back to some kind of normality um, so that's fine we understand that we appreciate that we know just taking a look at how the courses are done and, and by the way big congratulations to you guys Rand Park uh, Firethorn course ranked number 21 in the country uh, I think it was 24 last year so it's always nice moving up the ladder yeah no no absolutely and uh, Bushwillow looking quite steady there as well um, getting away from the holotining and the and the aerating of the greens um, Bushwillow playing a little bit more difficult than Firethorn if I look at the points coming in on a weekend yeah I think all the rain and the fertilizer three years the rough stick yeah. uh, and Bushwillow is a tight course you need to if you miss you you're going to have penalties and I think the big trees in the way and rough it's not not always that easy it's not an easy course yeah no no I appreciate that if you look at the scores coming in it's definitely not it's playing the harder of the two at the moment it shows you what length if length isn't really that important yeah and um, one, one other thing that we always talk about in the committee meetings and try to get, get across and I know we've done a couple of things in newsletters etc other issues on the course I'm talking here of pitch, mar- pitch, pitch marks divots um, and my personal bugbear the, the bottle tops and uh, cigarette butts that are thrown on the course um, how do you deal with these sort of things and, and how do we uh, obviously from your side the effect of, of that on the course and how much more work you guys have got to do to get, keep these courses maintained. And I think with the extra rounds that we've seen since lockdown, it's, it's, it's much more visible. And I think from a, from a greenkeeping standpoint, it will always be nice as if someone gets to a golf course and leaves it in the same condition they left it. Everyone fixes one pitch mark on the green in their own, fixes their dip. It's not a lot of work, but it makes a huge difference to presentation for everyone else. And uh, bottle tops on, on, the, on the course, how does Bo- that affect Bottle tops and tea marker, tea pegs are, are quite an issue, especially for the tea mowers. Um, the guys spend a lot of time getting back to workshop, reshopping reels, straightening blades, because you can't see them and if it does get caught, and every now and then it's quite an expensive repair, but it, yeah. it's really a lot of time wasted. So the members need to understand, it's not just a matter of it's a litter. This thing impacts the, the, the life of the, of the machines. And I know you've got a wonderful workshop at that, and the guys do some great work. But the more that's been thrown on the course and that's that's going to affect these machines, it costs the members, it costs the club, yeah. and it affects the 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 what we actually do out there on the no, course. No, definitely. I think there's a responsibility to everyone to to look after your golf course. Yeah, absolutely. So there, you hear it from Roger, the main man that looks after these courses, make sure they're in great condition. Um, we're, we're headed uh, towards Easter, so I'm, I'm expecting Easter to be a good time for the greens on both sides. And then, uh, not too long after that, we start heading into some of the uh, some of the main competitions for the club uh, for the year, club club champs, etc. It's definitely the best time of the year. The rain normally slows down this time of the year. The rough is more under control. Conditions are nice. You have less chance of thunderstorms. It's just the trees are getting their autumn colours very soon. It really is from from March to May is probably the best time to play golf. Okay, you mentioned the other thing that that worries me at the moment. The on Bushwillow, all the leaves with it going into autumn, and I think members need to understand. You guys, you guys do a lot of work to get rid of the leaves. How how do you deal with that going into a weekend? 
So if we, we, mowing seems to be the most effective. If we can blow the leaves into a corner and we've got mulching decks on our lawn mowers, then we mulch the leaves. It also will add a bit of nutrients into the soil. But it's, you can spend a day mulching leaves, one little wind and you start again. So they, yeah, this, we wish our trees were evergreen sometimes, but we've got to deal okay. with it. So there you go. Keep it on the fairways, fix the divots, fix the pitch marks. If you're drinking and uh, you've got a bottle top, put it in your pocket, make sure it doesn't land on the, uh, never mind the fairways, in the rough, it affects all of our equipment. And uh, Rog, thanks very much for joining us. It's uh, nice to hear from the guys that are out there. We don't see you too often in the clubhouse. Um, come on Ryan, come say hello to the guys every now and then. But you guys have really done a phenomenal job, I must say. The, the courses are in fantastic condition. Um, the guys appreciate it. I, I talk to them when they come off the courses. I tend not to see too much of the fairways. I see a little bit more of the, the, the rough side of uh, the courses. But I must say, you guys have done a fantastic job. Fantastic job. Please let your, your, your team know. Thanks, Jeff. To our members, um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe uh, so that you're notified when there are new episodes. Rate and review the podcast. It always helps. Share it with your friends. And if there are any questions, please feel free to reach out to me on uh, newsletter, the, uh, the captain, or info at Rand Park. And uh, we'll try to get back to you with any questions that you may pass on to us. And maybe give us a few ideas on who else we should be talking to. Outside of that, thanks for listening. Roger, thanks for joining us.